0: SAFM supports a litter free South Africa. Play your part in keeping our surroundings and environment clean. SAFM, leading the conversation. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday.
1: It's six after 10 o'clock. Welcome to the second hour of The Talking Point. We're leading the conversation on SAFM. Coming up in this hour, uh, the political party leader we're profiling today is Tamba Gordi. He's the leader of the African People's Convention, somebody that has been involved in South African politics from the time that he was uh, a youngster. And, you know, unfortunately, in the last round of elections, 2019, um, his party, the African People's Convention, lost the one seat that they had. It was also uh, the seat that allowed him to stay in his position as Chair of Parliament's Standing Committee on Public Accounts. Will things be different? this time around for Temba Gord is part of the question that we will ask. I wonder what he makes of all of the chaos uh, that we see in our councils, but also uh, in Parliament as somebody that has been in Parliament, I think, since about 2007. So, um, yeah, he's had a lot of experience uh, within the chamber. So we'll kick off the conversation with him shortly. Lots of WhatsApp voice notes that you've sent through from the open line. We'll take a few of those and get straight into our conversation.
2: September 18,
3: 2023, enlist, Good items. morning, Kathy. It's Mr. Suleiman, and good morning to your listeners. When it comes to tolerance, intelligent people would not tolerate something that is unruly, causing chaos, damaging, destroying, destructive. We are intelligent people. We should debate and don't interrupt. Win the debate. Or lose the debate. Thank you. Bye.
4: Morning, morning, Katie. I rather watch a person who's my constituency, constituency in parliament fighting, but not the physical one, you know, not that extreme physical, but fighting, than seeing someone who's my constituent in parliament Sleeping. Hang, email, This one, I, I
2: call, it, I call.
4: It. Thank you. an orange farm.
2: good morning to you, Kathy. It's Kelly. Man, I, I enjoyed, and I like the way you put it. You know, you could, you were one of them. I wouldn't say privilege, but I would say privilege that you had the, the, the ability and so on to, 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 to enjoy your evening walk around, evening walk, play in the street and so on. And I also grew up in there. Window shopping at night, we used to go, you know, into town, wherever. And you were so free to communicate and so on. And these days you can't just walk out of your yard. Your your yard. Even you're not safe in your yard, you know? And those days you used to see a, a Bobby or two policemen. There's today they non existent non existent thank you for the topic kathy have a good 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 day and a weekend thank you
5: good morning kathy and the audience uh, your question is very much interesting as regard as to uh, what we want as a society uh, for me it brings about the actual nature of south africa because south africa is two countries and two worlds uh, in one and therefore um, it brings about that into the spotlight i mean For the masses of our people, we want access to the economy, access to land, access to uh, the means of production. And to the descendants of the colonists, they want to maintain uh, their possession of wealth and privilege. So that is why uh, it is just a a, a misnomer and nothing but a fallacy that uh, South Africa is one nation. This so-called rainbowism uh Simonism uh, with regard to the essence of the economy it's false so let's speaks
6: okay they're talking about crime oh crime is getting worse every day i don't know if you heard about the doctor there in dobsonville that was shot uh, last week people came into the surgery pose as if they are patient they shot him oh my goodness ah no no no. I, uh, it's getting worse now. I'm so scared. It's rose.
3: Good morning. Good morning, Kathy. How uh, are you? My future, Kathy? people call the behavior by the EFF in parliament in municipalities as ill behavior, but I don't think so. It's a sign that democracy is at hand is in, is, is being practiced. In Africa, Kathy, there are so many people who had been killed or even or maimed just for, for proposing that a leader should be removed. So, this behavior by the EFF is a sign, it's, it's an act to, to tell whichever government might come in in the future to say people are free and people are supposed to be free to express themselves. It's a necessary ingredient, Kathy, for democracy the behavior by the EF should be uphold anytime as long as uh, the law takes its course. That's my view Kathy.
0: Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM.
1: Well, we continue the conversation on The Talking Point this morning. Let me welcome onto the show uh, the leader of the African People's Convention, APC, uh, Temba Gordi, no stranger to uh, South Africa's politics, and we'll find out what the plan uh, for the party is in this year's election. Mr. Gordi, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning.
0: Uh, good morning, Cathy, and thanks very, very much for having me.
1: I wonder, now that you have the opportunity on reflecting what has been, by and large, a life spent in, in politics um because of course you began to um to get involved in in politics at a very young age uh, through the Pan-Africanist Congress you've had the opportunity of being in in different parties but also watch south africa go through the many phases of its its politics as you reflect back on on the journey perhaps on a personal level Has it become what you had anticipated it would be?
4: Well,
0: uh, at at a personal level, um, it has always been about being there, being involved, taking part uh, on the side of the people. And I think that has not changed. However, it could be the platform. Like you indicate where I started. Actually, I started at high school. Uh, we formed what we called a Front for the Liberation of Azania, uh, which we had thought should mobilize people in the rural areas, you know, to joining the Africanists and now being in the APC. I, 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 I had hoped that uh, through those platforms, we would have impacted society much, much greater than we've done. But in terms of what I needed to do as an individual, I think nothing has changed and I have no regrets. I still derive pleasure from it and I'll do it until the last day of my lives. I don't see this as a career.
1: Where do you think things went wrong, especially... Uh, when it comes to the kind of impact that you would have hoped to have, um, much more at the at the beginning of 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 your involvement um, in politics versus today, and you can uh, reflect on that through um, the 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 movement you formed um, as as a young person, but also through the PAC, which which you would later leave.
0: Well, the movement that we formed, I mean, was really mixed with the idealism of, you know, being at high school at a time when uh, fear used to rule how we looked at things. More so in the rural areas where there was no political activity, but um, I was determined. And I think that determination that I started with uh, still persists. However, as you know, politics is about collective effort, and if you are not able to find uh, the requisite collective with which to, you know, to do work, then you meet with some level of frustrations. And I, I do not want to go back into the PACs, but the fact that I had had to leave the party that I knew, I loved, and uh, had seen. Many people that I worked with lose their lives during the course of the struggle. It was probably one of the most painful things for me. However, uh, with the APC, I would say two things. One, I think my work at Scopa uh, and the amount of attention and devotion I gave to it uh, left me with uh, very little time to focus on the APC. And in the APC, I think... uh, the building of structures, especially at the lower level, uh, handicapped us in spite of the good community work that we did. You recall, Keith, that uh, we managed to fight for traditional leaders in Limpopo, in Pumalanga, in KZN uh, to get paid. But all that thing, in the absence of structures to consolidate it, uh, I don't know if you will recall, we first met in Rustenburg just after the Marikana shooting, where the APC was deeply involved in assisting the mine workers in the different mines, but because we didn't have structures to consolidate that political work, uh, it meant therefore that uh, the APC could not grow and therefore be able to impact. And ultimately that led to us, you know, losing the seat that we had in 2019.
1: Do you think that your party, the APC, fits the description of being a one-man party? That so much of it is centered around you? Um, that you know it, it rises and falls on you?
0: I would say um, at the beginning. We, we started with a team that uh, we had a history of working together with. And uh, once the EPC was formed, you know, it becomes a new reality. And uh, how you relate with comrades uh, changes based on your new realities. Uh, I've always been very conscious that the APC cannot be a one-person party and must not be formed around an individual, but it must be formed around a set of ideas. Uh, our ideological and political trajectory. Uh, I must say that in terms of public profiling, yes, I think uh, many people would say beyond me, they don't know anybody, but I can assure you that the APC, is a fully fledged organization. My, my deputy, whom I have known in politics since 1987, um, retired yesterday as a school principal, you know, after a sterling career. Uh, with much reluctance from the department to let him go. Uh, you know, my my SG, who unfortunately, because of work commitments, works outside the country currently, uh, is a very, very capable man. Uh, that's why he could get that job out there. You know, I have a TG who is an accountant that I've known for many, many years uh, going back. So, Uh, at at, at maybe at a very high level, yes, people may look at me as an individual, but I can assure you that in the party and in the immediate surroundings, people experience the APC and its leadership way, way broader and bigger than just me.
1: So so if I'm hearing you correctly and and just the descriptions that you've given of some of the senior leaders in, in the party, a lot of them then with the work that they do for the organization, that would be primarily volunteer work that is done on a secondary basis because they all, by the sounds of it, have other full-time jobs.
0: No, that's very true. Um, that's very true. Um, we we do not have anyone who is full-time. I'm full-time by default, and I think from today my deputy is full-time by default um, because he has no other job. But we... And, and, and that is a function of, uh, of resources. And, and the question that we've always asked ourselves has been, how do we build a viable, credible, and progressive alternative in the context where we are not funded by anybody, uh, where people are working as volunteers and where people have to take from their own pockets uh, to get the work done? And I believe it's a question that we've answered in our own way, in the way we work, in the way we've structured ourselves, in the way we've organized ourselves. And through the position that the APC now occupies beyond 2019, what have we been able to do? What have we been able to transform the APC into? And how then does that position it vis-a-vis the coming elections? I think... I think that's that that's where i would put it
1: mm. mr Goody, you've been part of south africa's public life um you know since becoming a, a member of, of of parliament and um really being being part of, of of scopa from about 2005 so you've you've had the opportunity of engaging interacting not only with um politicians, but also with business and, and other different types of, of stakeholders at a very high level. So with that experience in mind, somebody like you has has, has had time to build all sorts of relationships and then one thinks about um an individual like um Songezo of Rise Zanzi, and you would have seen uh, the latest statements from from the IEC on the party's declarations they they've been able to raise um just over 16 million rand so what what has made it difficult for you to be able to raise funds when Somebody like Songhez Ozibi, under what is a a very new movement, contesting elections for the first time, also largely new to politics on on the national scale, um, has been able to do. Where where do you think you, you could do things differently?
0: Well, I think that's a very important question that you have asked. I, I, I wouldn't do things any any different from one of two elements. Firstly, when I was when I was sharing scope, I never used that position to build relations with money to people or to solicit money uh, from from business people, people who are doing business with the state or from parastatals uh who had you know very very high uh, turnovers no i didn't uh, secondly a uh, big business when they give money they are investing uh, it's either they are investing on somebody from whom they will get returns or that person is a project of those people and i think the example that you've given is very classic but here is somebody who is a greenhorn in politics His party does not even have structures, they have not had a Congress to elect leaders. But there you are, 16 million. Who who would have the confidence to give 15 million like the Oppenheimers did? So we we understand that uh, the APC seeks to ensure that the rich in this country who got rich undeservedly at the expense of the poor where we are the most unequal country in the world. We, we have put our flag firmly that uh, we, we want a society that will change the privileges that they have. Therefore, it will be very difficult to find any one of them who could put money uh, into the APC. And we have disabused ourselves of the expectation that, uh, that they win. We are going into these elections based on the contributions that, uh, you know, our 14 councillors make and our members make, you know, 5,000 here, 2,000 there, uh, to be able to, uh, to register. And we were asking ourselves day before yesterday in the office bearers meeting, okay, so where are we next week? And the Treasurer General said, well, we may just about make it uh, you know to register, so we, so we're very clear. We understand that, and we, we are not, we are not envious of what others are getting. We under, We just understand that their mandate and their program uh, aligns with those who are able to fork out money for them.
1: Although, although Mr. Cody, it 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 could well also be um, a bit unfair to uh you know simply say that the reason uh, you know they've been able to get those funds is because those that are investing are expecting returns they're not the only party that has declared monies around donations. You can see it with your big parties. You can see it with, you know, ANCDA, Action SA. You can also look at the Patriotic Alliance, the IFP. They've all made some level of of declarations to to the IEC. My question, I think, more broadly was around what it is that you as a party have failed to do that you are not Uh, bringing resources into the organization that can enable you to take the next step because it is something you must reflect on. There are people that have entered the political space years after you have and have seemingly been able to do that.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I was also responding in in a generic sense to say anybody who gives money to anybody that's so, because uh, they are they are investing. um when I say we've disabused ourselves, I'm not saying that we are not engaging people around the need to, you know, to find us, especially uh, African business people. we we do, we did. and uh, we may need another time for me to narrate you the stories and what we have gone through uh, in an attempt to solicit support, which, uh, has always been promised but uh, was never given. So uh, that is why our our own orientation is in as much as we'll continue to knock on doors and say, "Can we be helped?" But we we, we don't want to to really make that the basis uh, that makes or break us as an organization. And it might as well be that maybe there is something else that we need to do uh, to attract money since here are other people who are coming they are able to find money but i think our orientation is that uh, well if we get it we do if we don't it's fine we will fight with our bare knuckles
1: We're in conversation with uh, Temba Godi. He is the president of the African People's uh, Convention. And, of course, his intention is to uh, continue to contest elections, including uh, the 2024 general election on the 29th of May. We'll continue the conversation with it. And, of course, I'll also give you an opportunity uh, to come in on the other side of the news headlines.
0: Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM.
1: Well, we continue the conversation on the talking point. Temba Gordy is our guest for uh, this morning. We're talking about his party, the APC. So, Mr. Gordy, um, the 2019 elections, of course, uh, saw you effectively left out of parliament. Um, you didn't get enough votes to secure a return. 2024, you're still contesting the elections. What have you done differently this time around to try and see if you can, in fact, um, be able to get back a seat, get back some representation in Parliament?
0: Well, let me start by saying the APC for 2024 has three strategic objectives. The first one is to have representation in the National Assembly. The second one is to have representation in the provincial legislatures. And the third one is to ensure that in either national or provincial legislatures, we should have more than one representative. That is the basis on which uh, we we are working. After 2019, we did not sit down and sob. We immediately uh, sat down, evaluated and we correctly diagnosed uh, the internal weaknesses in the organization. And for the past five years, I have had no other work than the work of the APC. And uh, I think the APC goes qualitatively different from what it was in, uh, in 2019. That is why when we were looking for signatures as were required, I mean, in a month and a half, we had more than 14,000 signatures from Lempopo. And uh, we got, we now have more than 7,000 signatures in Pumalanga, 4,800 in the Eastern Cape, 4,700 in the Free State, you know, just like that, which shows the capacity that we've developed uh, within the party to mobilize uh, people to our side so we're just waiting for next week to register and then on the 9th we launch our manifesto and then we go all out now campaigning for the votes and we are very very confident that uh, come the 29th of May the APC will be represented back in parliament and also in the provincial legislatures that will have contested.
1: Did did it ever cross your mind following twenty nineteen for you to
0: um,
1: wow. step back from politics? I, I know that the situation largely forced you to um, take somewhat of a step back because you just weren't as involved um, as you would have been while scope a chair. But but did you ever think about um, you know perhaps running as an independent candidate? Versus running within a, a political organization, again that is largely unfunded, um, and just your your approach to how you are going to sustain your political life, uh, for lack of a better phrase.
0: Well, you'll recall that immediately after twenty nineteen, the issue of independent candidates was not was not there. And uh I, I'm very much a party person. I would never think uh, in the context of a, a so-called independent uh, candidate. um I, I think when when the results were given, uh, I said, this is a test of character and it is a test that we want to pass. So from the wet go, we were clear that we we're preparing ourselves for 2024. so there was no, Time to look sideways and think differently. We we remained focused on preparing ourselves for twenty twenty four. Looking at what was uh, our challenge internally, but also saying externally, in terms of our mass line, in terms of our work in the you know amongst the people, what are the things that we need to do that we should do? Encourage our our members at different levels in different areas to take up issues. So the work continued, and I think five years, you know, uh, ended too quickly. Before you know it, here is 2024, so it has been uh, very, very hectic uh, for one to have time to sit back and say, but is there an alternative, you know, course of action that I can take other than, you know, continue to be involved uh, in politics or in the APC?
1: We've seen um, other political parties such as your your PAC, your ATMs um, that have already started indicating who they will be giving their vote and support to. Should we find ourselves in a position of needing to form a coalition government, your thoughts as the leader of the APC, have you been part of... Any of these discussions, uh, have you thought about what then you would do if you happened to be in a position where you had the one or two votes that a party or a collection of parties would need to potentially form a government?
0: Well, you know, Cathy, the issue of coalition, it's a, you know, it's a political reality arising out of the outcomes of, of elections. Um, so it is something that we've thought about, uh, last year in September, we had an election, a national election summit, and one of our commissions dealt with the issue of coalitions. And, you know, in one word we said, we will be in coalition with anybody uh, based on a progressive agenda, on a developmental agenda meaning that uh, it is not so much uh, individuals or individual parties than the content uh, that is going to determine uh, what we do uh, i mean having been in parliament for 15 years i mean the novelty of being in parliament really has gone out so i'm not excited i will not be stereotyped eyed being in parliament uh we'll, we'll be working on the basis that uh it has to be something that is in the interest of the people, something that reflects, in a way, our our Pan-Africanist outlook, something that reflects, uh, in a way, some elements or aspects of our socialist perspective. So it will be more around issues than saying, this party or that party we can't go with or will go with.
1: Mm. W- one, one did see, of course, um, y- y- a, a leaning, if I can describe it that way, of, of um, I don't know whether it was a party decision or whether it was just something that was happening uh, from you as an, as an individual. But you and the EFF seemed to support each other on quite a number of issues, at least publicly, um, in the last five years. And I say the last five years to speak more collectively than to go back and point yeah. out each of those issues.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very true. Um, I think you're correct that, uh, in as much as content, uh, substance is going to be the final arbiter. But from the word go, uh, parties that uh, have a socialist or a Pan-Africanist inclination will naturally be the ones that we gravitate to until, as they say, the devil is in the details. So. Uh, Parties that, uh, you know, have their support base from, you know, from the working class and inclination in that direction, we think that uh, that would be a good starting point. Uh, the EFF, yes, uh, they talk good, but uh, we'll still need to say, let's get down to the details beyond beyond the rhetoric. Uh, so for the EFF, so for anybody, but uh, like I say, you know, your PAC, your ATM, your Azapo, uh, will be inclined to to listen to them first and foremost, and and then everybody and anybody else. But depending on what is it for people, I mean, 30 years down the line, we're the most unequal country in the world, surely the rich have had their time. Uh, the poor deserve their time as well. Uh, or let me say the working class deserve their time as well. So Whatever the content will be, it has it has to lean in that direction. Uh, otherwise, it will not serve any purpose for the APC to be part of it.
1: Did you ever have conversations with the EFF about joining them potentially?
0: Joining them as in uh, being part of the EFF? Yes. No, no, no. Uh, no, such discussion will not arise. I mean, anybody who supports the Freedom Charter is, is a no-no from an ideological point of view, they support the Freedom Charter. And for me, it is a negation of the historical basis of the struggle. So there's just no way in which the APC could, I mean, myself as an individual, could find myself in the EFF.
1: Tomorrow we have the PAC launching its election manifesto. Have you ever thought about going back to the PAC?
0: (laughs) look, um I come from the p a c it, it has it has to a very large extent made me political who and what I am and I'm very grateful for that but uh and and I served it very faithfully uh for my years at Teflop and you know and, and and when we left, the objective conditions that made us to leave. And I think uh, those conditions still exist. So I, I don't think that uh, that question ever arises. And it's never personal. The majority of the APC members overwhelmingly have no historical connection with the PAC. So uh, it, it is not something that we even think of. But can we work together? Can we join hands? I think it is something uh, that we have always been open to. That's why we have never insulted or criticised the PAC in public. You know, we respect it. We don't want it to die. We want it to live and thrive. Uh, you know, like Gorbachev said, there are alternatives within the revolutionary line. So, the ocean is big enough for our boats to sail.
1: All right, we'll continue the conversation with APC President uh, Temba Gordy. Lots of calls, comments and questions lined up for you, Mr. Gordy. We'll get to those after this break.
0: Here, there and everywhere. SAFM 105.5 FM in Tabazimbi.
1: All right. We continue the conversation on the talking point. Temba Gordi is our guest. We would lost him on the line briefly, but he is back up. Lots of questions for you, Mr. Gody. Let me kick it off in KZN, Llandlingi. Good morning.
7: Good morning, uh, Kathy, and good morning to Africa, Temba. <clears throat> Hi. All right. Uh, the, uh, okay. Just uh, maybe uh, my opinion on the on the case of finding. Uh, obviously, you cannot expect uh, the, the, the looters and the land grabbers to find the people who are opposing the land grab and opposing the looting. So that's quite obvious. It happens all over the world. Um, secondly, um, uh, on, the, on the case, like exactly as, as Africa Cody has as mentioned, obviously, uh, if people are pan Africanists and there is an ideology, uh, the similar ideology and uh, socialist ideology and pan Africanist ideology, they will really gravitate towards each other. It's obvious. Uh, we've got the PAC, we've got uh, the APC, uh, okay, we've got EFF that claims to also be a pan Africanist. Well, we don't know. Uh, 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 the gravitation will, 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 be, will, will be natural. But um, what I can say is that even though the question I have on that one, because he mentioned the EFF, yeah, Uh, The is is, is exactly as you said, the FF believes on the Freedom Charter, and they also talk about this terminology, which actually legalizes the illegitimacy of the land grab in this country. They use the word expropriation. I don't know, maybe I don't know English, but if you go to to dictionary and look at the word expropriation, what it means, Uh, it means a person... I mean like the government will take the land from the landowners. So basically they are legalizing uh, the, the land grab and they say they'll take the land from the from the from the land owners uh, without compensation. Basically, from there legally, this is out of order. Why are they not using the word restitution? Which is the return of land to its rightful owners. I just wanna hear Africa could talk about this. And All on right. the PSC, yes, yes. And and and, and uh, uh, on the PAC, uh, uh, collisions, uh, APC, uh, uh, I'm, I fully support this. Uh, I think, yeah, if you have issues, but the fundamental ideological beliefs are still similar, so it's not going to be an issue. I think you can have the MK, NC, uh, whatever, or, or those parties that believe in the same Freedom Shutter uh, 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 ideology. They can go right. together, yeah. That's all right, right. Mr. Ngidi, I'm
1: going to have to let you leave it there. Thanks for calling in. I'm going to ask all of our callers, please keep it as brief as possible. Jay, you're in Somerset West. Good morning.
6: Hi. Um, as president of South Africa, would you change um, the name to Azania? I would change it to the um, communist, um, Africa's communist China, because the government owes so much debt. They'll soon own our airports, sea port, ports and our... But um, an African gentleman said on air, on radio, that Atrania means the stupid ones. Is that true? I All right, Jay.
1: All right, Jay. Vuyiswa in Parktown North. Well, oh, yes, thanks,
6: Katie, for taking my, my, my call. Thanks, uh, uh, Africa, uh, uh for coming through. You know what? I think Sankhengiti mentioned this, or Comrade Sankhengiti, that as long as you're pro-African, you're not going to get funding. It happens even in the creative industry. where When you, you, you come up with a script that talks Africa, it has to be, you know, set aside. Because we, we have not arrived in, in, in the land, or, or, or in, in, in the land, or, or, or promise, the promised land. We are still on the way, in, but some have already arrived. And that's why we have this problem. And I love... I'd like to commend you, Convert Timber, for for being so calm, you know, super-minded. So and, and, and you are not moved. You are firm. So I just love that. But I, I have a question as my my, 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 my
1: parting shot.
6: Um, you know, as I was growing up in exile, uh, I remember in the U.S., uh, brothers and sisters were gone. All
1: right. Vuyiswa, I'm, I'm sorry to interject. You've got to wrap it up for me, please.
6: Yes, So what I'm saying is about the 10 worldwide, pan African movement that will free the Africans. What happened
1: to it? Thanks. Thanks for the question, Voiswa. Wonga in Matatiele. Good morning.
7: Good morning, Kete. Kete and uh, good morning to the listeners of SFL. Kete, let me start here first. That bridge that you know in Matatiele still not yet been fixed. Uh mm-hmm. But going to Uputemba Kuti, I think it's going to be difficult for some other people to vote for him because while he was in parliament before 2019, he was always siding with the ANC. He even failed to make a, a, a good deed for the South African while he was a scripture person. So I doubt he's going to set again the foot in parliament. But good luck to him. But unfortunately, I don't see him making it again. Thank you,
1: all right, Wonga, get in Cape Town. Kathy,
4: hey, long time. Uh, not hearing from this gentleman speaking there. Uh, I must be honest with you and say I regard him as a brilliant, one of those brilliant leaders. But I was disappointed when he parted ways with the PAC and also disappointed the fact that he only, only had one seat. I thought his party was going to grow. Uh, but unfortunately, that thing didn't happen. But now that is going back again. What do you think he will do? They have to say that he stays in the parliament, not losing this time around. And secondly, when someone forms a political party, do they form these political parties as their businesses? Like, uh, I'll tell you an example why I'm saying that. Satoumo Tsugupeko, the, uh, the, the former president of the PAC, when I asked him this question long time ago, he said yes, one again. Because for me personally, seeing people like him with this, getting those Molanyana votes, they're not going anywhere. Getting two seats, one seat, it doesn't have a very big impact, so to speak. But nevertheless, congratulations for him to be trying his luck. But what if he failed once again? Is it still going to continue doing this, or instead you will do something else? Thank you very much. All right,
1: Banakele, thanks for the question. All right, Mr. Agodi, though that that's those are all the questions I, I have time for this morning. Let me give you an opportunity to respond.
8: Well, th- thanks, thanks very much, Kathy. Um The first question: Now, the agency does not believe in expropriation without compensation because of its legal and ideological implication. We can talk about it some other time. We believe in the return of the land. What uh, the colonizers did in 1913, they just simply passed a law of general application. And there we are, we lost our land. So, so we don't believe in that. Secondly, yes, if the APC were to come to power, this country would be Azania. Uh, simple as all that. Um, the other question was around um, what would what has happened to the international Pan-Africanist movement. Well, I I think that some momentum has been lost in that direction. Uh, we don't have overtly strong Pan-Africanist leaders amongst the leaders in the continent and in the diaspora. The last caller, um, well, uh, look. I think, I think let's, let's see how the elections go. But I'm very confident that the EPC is going to come back. And uh, having learned the lessons that we did, uh, we, we're definitely going to operate very differently, especially in, in, in managing internal cohesion uh, of the organization because that is the basis uh, of our success and our survival. Mm. I'm not sure if there's anyone that I left out.
1: No, I, I think you've covered all of them, Mr. Gordy. Before I let you go, you know, one of the things that I did um, just in preparing for our conversation is look up the APC inline. And you guys don't have a website and there's very little online presence of, of, of the party. Is, is that something that you're going to look to to invest in and, and change?
8: No, very true. We, as, as part of the, you know, when you have so many things to correct in the party, there's always what you prioritize, what you start with. And uh, the the issue around uh, our website, around our social media communication, these are matters that we're working on. I'm sure if you go to APC underscore live, that is our uh, X uh, handle. Um, the, the, the website, we have already had the design from some gentlemen. We sent it back. Uh, During the course of the week, I've seen a a feedback. Uh, Once that is fixed, I'm sure we'll resolve that on Wednesday. It will be up and running and people will be able to interact with us in those uh, platforms.
1: All right. Mr. Gordy. we wish you all of the very best. When is your manifesto launch? Very briefly?
8: Uh, We're launching our manifesto next week, Saturday, the 9th of March in Johannesburg, Crosby, uh, not far from the Brixton Police Station. All right. uh, that's where we'll be launching our manifesto next week.
1: Tembakodi is the leader of the APC, and that's where we we'll leave it with that conversation for today. On the other side of the 11 o'clock news is the Friday wind